You're listening to Productivity on Purpose, Episode 8, Feats of Courage. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Ruthie Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, my gorgeous friends. I'm Ruthie Parikh. It is a beautiful sunny day here in Nash Vegas. That's Nashville, which just always gets me in the best mood. I am sitting here with my tea after a whirlwind week, just thinking about how grateful I am for you. The fact that you're in my world means so much to me that you've invited me into your life. You've allowed me to share what I know and believe about building a life you love is truly an honor. So I want you to know no matter where you are in your journey, I am cheering you on. I am obsessed with creating and sharing whatever I can to help you eliminate stress and take full control of your life. And so I am so committed to helping you succeed. And I know it is not easy to do it all, to go after your dreams at work or to build a business from scratch while being committed to your relationship at home, while raising a family, while dealing with all the emotions at your volunteer committee, to taking care of the meals, to leading your department, to looking and feeling beautiful and sexy, to silencing the inner critic that tells you you're not good enough or smart enough or have it all together enough. It takes courage, it really does, to show up every day and do the best that you can. Just know that we are in this together, which is why I want to spend our time today talking about courage and letting go of fear. I believe that fear keeps us stuck and keeps us settling at work, at home, in our love lives, in our friendships. And I know for me personally, getting outside of my comfort zone, letting go of my fear has been my number one habit for my growth and my productivity, my success, and truly my happiness. And I know it can be for you too. So what may be surprising to people who know me that is that most of my life, I've actually really struggled with self-confidence. And I think this is especially hard to believe for those of you who follow me because I put myself out there a lot. I speak a lot. I speak on big stages. I jump on live videos. I write and communicate through blogs. I've written books and, and I'm doing this podcast, right? So like I'm out there a lot. So it feels like, well, she must be completely confident or have it all together or, or just be extremely extroverted and can just show up on any stage. But I've got to tell you, I do all of those acts of confidence only because underlying it all, I've developed the habit of courage. And truly, trust me, this did not come to me naturally, and it really is a habit. It's something I did have to develop and work on, and I continue to work on every single day. But it is this habit that has transformed me from confusion to confidence, or as much confidence as I can muster up for the day. This is the habit that has transformed me from drowning in chaos to living with clarity. This is such a powerful habit, and it truly has 
the capability to impact and transform your entire life. So let's first jump into what happens when you don't operate with consistent acts of courage. Okay, you stay stuck in your patterns of stress or anxiety. You slowly drag instead of sprinting ahead like you know you could, like you have the potential. And you see others get to levels that you only wish you could achieve. Now, here's the thing about courage that you probably know on an intellectual level, but when it comes to actually practicing, we forget it. We just kind of don't do it. Okay, and so here's what it is. Courage never comes from being 100% ready. I'm going to say that again. Courage never comes from being 100% ready. In fact, it is no longer courage at that point. So I hear from so many amazing women uh, that are writing in or that I work with that they are not 100% sure about trying a new approach or investing in themselves or exploring a new relationship or, or, or. It goes on and on and on, right? Things that are decisions they need to make, choices, options that they have, but they're not 100% sure that it's going to work out or be in their best interest or be exactly what they wanted or turn out, you know, 100% the right way. And I literally want to shake them and let them know you're not supposed to be 100% sure. If you only made a change, you only made a decision when you are 100% sure, you would be making decisions in your comfort zone, right? You would not be making them out of any courageous acts or leaps of faith or out of your comfort zone. And by then, at that point, the opportunities and the growth and the challenges and the excitement will have passed you by because you are waiting around for that comfort and that 100% certainty. So along the way, when you're waiting for that, there is an opportunity cost, The certainty that you waited for or the unwillingness to be uncomfortable will cause you to play small. It will decrease your respect for yourself and from others. To step away from instead of into your potential, into your greatness. So I have a lot of examples coming up here for you, so just sit tight. But maybe we'll just start with this and just think about this. Does this sound familiar to you? Like, you know what you should do, right? You have these feelings all the time. It's like trusting our intuition, our gut, or sometimes it's just so extraordinarily external. We're just like, this is absolutely what I know I should do. And you're really close to making the plunge. But then your fear sets in, right? And the fear is usually based on a fear of failure, a fear of exposure, a fear of not being liked, a fear of rocking the boat, Or just a fear of the unknown, like we don't know exactly what's on the other side when we make this decision or take the plunge. So just before you say yes, right, you're so close to it, to more empowerment, to more ease, and to more proven systems or more connectivity, all these things, you just find a reason. You will like just go into your brain and convince yourself somehow to stay in your comfort zone. And I get it. I get it because the comfort zone is exactly that. It's totally comfortable. It's so cozy. It's familiar. It's safe. It's like your favorite pair of jeans or your cozy sweatpants. You just want to snuggle up into them. I completely get it. But as a result, your current circumstances become worse, right? You become more stressed or more frustrated, not to mention more irritable and more resentful. The thing that you were thinking about just lingers on you. It's so annoying. It's so frustrating because you've never really done the thing you you know you should be doing. 
It also then starts making you feel less than. And it unconsciously or subconsciously rather and consciously just chips away at your confidence and your self-esteem because if you think, well, if I couldn't move forward with that, if I couldn't make that decision, then I must be a bad decision maker or just, you know, I'm going to give up my confidence or taking the plunge next time since I didn't do it this time. So sometimes this is like a very conscious, you know, thing that's going on and sometimes it's happening internally that we're just falling into this habit of not following through and taking the courageous step. But here's the worst part. Seriously, seriously the worst. Instead of just calling it what it is, which is fear, right? Like you're staying in your comfort zone because you have some type of fear. You find other ways to justify it. And that usually involves demeaning yourself. Usually involves some way of demoralizing yourself, right? So you start thinking things like, I'm never going to make this work. I can never get on top of my shizzle, right? I'm so bad at managing my life, right? And you just, it starts, you internalize it in a way that the result that you get is unwarranted self-loathing and deprecation instead of just standing up to it and being like, all this is is fear, y'all. All it is is fear. And if I stepped into my fear, I would overcome this way that I'm feeling and I would definitely stay away from those self-deprecating thoughts, right? So you could stop waiting for 100% certainty. Take a calculated risk and get on with it already. Yes, it is that simple. Take a calculated risk and get on with it already. If I only understood this the first three decades of my life, like how much further I would be right now in so many ways, whether it was my career or personal development or connections, relationships, if I only understood that, just get on with it already. So I'm going to give you client examples from some kick-ass women and some of my own examples of how fear has held them and held me in mediocrity, which means that we certainly are not living to our most productive, most fulfilling, and most successful lives. So no matter what industry I work with, professional-driven women, whether they are consultants or doctors or lawyers or teachers or bankers, everybody, everyone is dealing with distractions, right? There's a million things we could be doing. There's a million demands and distractions thrown our way all the time. Women always feel like they're being pulled in a hundred directions, and chances are they really are. And so when we work together, When I work with these women, we always spend time on distraction avoidance techniques. And there are strategies and techniques out there, and that's what we do. And something as seemingly simple, like, you know this, again, very intellectually, you know that if I decreased my dependence and the frequency at which I check my email, that that would help me get more done and stay focused and reach my goals faster. However, even though, again, like I said, it's seemingly simple, this is something that's very much out of our comfort zone, right? Like, like if you're used to checking your phone and checking your laptop and checking your you know, computer like 54,000 times a day, like we're constantly in there and email is up, it's open, there's notifications, we're always being distracted or by our texts or calls or beeps or rings and dings, then it's, it is, takes courage. It takes courage to say, mm, you know what, I'm going to turn off all those notifications or I'm actually not going to check it for the next two hours, or I'm going to close the email tab, or I'm going to disengage from social media, or I'm going to take it off my phone, right? All of these habits that we've fallen into require courage. 
And so if I recommend any of these, you know, distractions avoidance techniques with my clients, which by the way, we take little, little baby steps because, you know, no one typically cannot just jump in and do them all. So we take little baby steps along the way. Even that creates total FOMO, like this fear of missing out, right? And and it, it takes courage. But here's the thing, when they do it, they're about to take the plunge and finally they're like, okay, I'm going to try it because I have this accountability partner and I'm paying her and, you know, she, and she's going to be checking on me. So I'm going to do it. And they do it. And here's what they find out. Their whole world did not fall apart. Yes, life went on. Everybody was okay. The clients were fine. Colleagues were fine. Family was fine. If I didn't check my email for like 45 minutes, you know, like there are things and we get over it and we're like, whoa, okay, it wasn't so bad. I can try it again. And so that's an example of even the seemingly most simple things that's that's part of our day-to-day lives that keeps us, you know, kind of stuck in a certain pattern, even that requires a level of fear, a level of getting out of your comfort zone. Okay, so another example is around creating boundaries. Now, this is probably the number one issue I deal with high-performing women. I think we're so challenged, challenged with this and putting up boundaries because I'll tell you exactly why, why this isn't a problem, because you are so dang nice. You are so collaborative. You're so helpful. Um, and so women, including myself, like we typically have, we have a harder time saying, um, not right now, or this isn't a good time for me, or I'm working on a high priority deliverable. Can we circle back on this later? And so this is another routine or another habit that we've fallen into. And we typically have this automatic response, like, of course, oh, yes, this is a good time, or yeah, no problem, you know. But it, so it takes courage. It takes you out of your comfort zone to start changing your responses, to get out of that just autopilot responsiveness and start taking control of your time through communication, through body language, through a lot of these other ways that we you know, take control of our time and let other people know that we are in ownership of it. Okay, so another example is implementing a new process or a system and then actually adhering to it. So this happens a lot when I'm training or coaching women around how to have effective meetings. Okay, so we are like in a meetings, I think are crazy these days where the, we're like in this over meeting culture. It's just meetings all the time, back to back. And it's stressful. We don't have time to do our work. We don't have time to even show up properly to think in them. They're just a great, massive waste of our time, right? There's a lot of meetings that we feel like I shouldn't even be here or this isn't a good use of what I should be doing or my energy and my resources. Okay, so you get it. So we have this. We know it's a problem. And so I have these great conversations with women and clients about assigning maybe a certain amount of time around each point that you'll cover in your meeting. And we also have these great conversations about possibly assigning a timekeeper so that you stay on track, right? And all these different, you go these different techniques and tips and again, little baby steps, and they all sound really great in theory and in our discussions together. But when it comes time to implement it, when they're in the meeting, when they actually you know, have to put it into practice, what I hear from them was, oh, I didn't do it. It was just so uncomfortable. It was awkward. No one really does that at our organization. Well, of course, like, of course not. It is something different. It's something different than what you're used to doing. But if you keep doing things the way that you've been doing them, nothing will change. Okay, so I know I'm beating you over the head with this, but until you lean into your fear, nothing will change. And notice I said lean into your fear and not release your fear or just get over your fear. 
it's a real thing, right? Fear is a real thing. So we don't have to pretend that fear doesn't exist or just be like, oh, I'm just going to get over it. Like, no, we have to meet it. We have to meet it head on. We have to deal with it and embrace it, right? Embrace it. And this way you are leaning into it. So it's like you're acknowledging, I have the fear of doing this, that I have to get out of my comfort zone. It's for my own good. It's for my own benefit. It's for the own benefit of everybody around me. But in order to do that, I've got to lean into it, embrace it, shake hands with it, and just like come along for the ride, right? I mean, personally, this podcast was a huge fear for me and that I needed to lean into. It was something that was gnawing at me for the longest time, and I was scared to put it out there. I'm thinking like, who's going to listen to this? And what if I don't have a great voice? And what if people don't get it? And what if I ramble too long, which is what I'm probably doing right now? Or how will I figure out all the technology? And how will I market it? And there was all of these questions and all of these worries that kept me sitting in my fear and not moving forward, right? And they're truly just, at the end of the day, just got to call them for what they are. I had to call them for what they are, and you've got to call yours for what they are, and they're excuses. They're all excuses, but they're really based in fear, okay? So when I look at the root of what was holding me back, it was this fear of failure or this fear of looking or sounding, sounding stupid or this fear of the unknown, right? Like what? how will I figure it out? And what if no one listens and all that kind of stuff? I didn't know the results. So in all of the examples I just cited, like with my clients or with myself, we spent a lot of precious time and energy just settling, right? Not getting our message out there or not making the most of our days, or not being efficient, or not showing up as a leader, or not being present with our family because we are so worried about getting out of our fear. But I'm here now, and I'm committed to embracing fear, and I'm committed to making this this courage a habit because I am so sick of feeling less than. And so that's why I'm so proud of you allowing me into your world and being able to speak to you and be able to impact driven women like you who take that first step. So if you want to make courage a habit, you've got to start right now. You've got to start today. And a habit means something we're doing over and over and over. So start small. Do the small thing that feels uncomfortable, that feels a little bit fearful, that feels a little bit outside of your comfort zone. Because only when you see the results Will you start making the habit of it? Will you be like, eh, it didn't kill me. The whole world didn't fall apart. Everything wasn't a giant mess. It it was okay. Or maybe it even went great. Maybe it went better than I thought. Either way, I'm still standing. I'm breathing. I'm living. I got a roof over my head. I'm just fine, right? So take that first small step. Pick up the phone. Make the appointment. Have the honest conversation. Implement the boundary, Hey, everything great and awesome and fulfilling and rewarding is on the other side of fear. It's on the other side of comfort. So stop waiting for 100% certainty. Courage is within you. Lean into it and step into it. Truly, take one act of courage. In fact, I know that every week I want to make your time 100% worth it. And in order to do that, I will always encourage you to take one small action. So today's action is to take at one, at least one act of courage within the next 24 hours. Truly, it can be small, it can be big, 
It just has to be something that gets you out of your comfort zone, something that makes you feel a little awkward or a little uncomfortable or a little risky. Will everything always turn out perfectly? Hells no. But there is a lot of truth in the saying, you'll never know until you try. And if things don't turn out exactly how you planned, you won't regret it because you will have taken action and will have had a learning along the way. And most importantly, you're going to learn that I just didn't die. Capiche? Sounds good? Yes, we're going to do this, right? All right, come on over to my site, lifeisorganized.com forward slash podcast. Let me know that you did it over there in the comments. I would love to encourage you and be your personal cheerleader and your guide. As always, I thank you for your time, your loving vibes, your positive energy, and know that I am sending them right back your way. And friendly reminder, if you haven't already, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to this podcast. Just go on over to the little subscribe button, click on it. And if you have a friend or colleague that you think could benefit from hearing this, share this podcast with them. And if you're feeling extra generous today, leave me a five-star review because that's really what helps me get seen and, and heard and reach other amazing women all around the globe week after week. So thank you again. I'm Ridhu Parikh signing off for today, wishing you a happy and successful day and week. And I will catch you next time. Bye-bye. 